You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, just go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Or you can always join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. I hope this weekend you are sipping on some fizzy Housewives inspired rosé for yourself. Pack it a punch and 13% alcohol by volume but less than a gram of sugar. It's my Housewives watching wine and I'm so excited because we are officially relaunching the Housewives watching wine on March 23rd. Finally, I can confirm the date. And not only that, but I'm giving you a very sneak peek because here is one of our first designs. I haven't revealed these anywhere, but well now, except here, but you'll have to wait for the full release of all four designs. But tonight I'm drinking Don't Play With Me, Your Husband's in the Pool. And we got a husband and he's in the pool and we got a broken rosé glass and we've even updated the cans. We've got new sexy vibes and designs and it's just it's so exciting getting all of this to fruition. Like I said many times leading up to today, the wines will be available at our Spilling Tea Live Tour. We're going to be in Los Angeles April 7th, Nashville April 13th and New York City April 28th. And because Margaret Josephs is going to be our special guest at the New York show, that's why I brought out tonight, or that's why I brought out today, don't play with me, your husband's in the pool. So you can get the full collection at nofilterwine.com. Head over to nofilterwine.com and get your Spilling Tea Live tickets at spillingteelive.com. Um, today's guest is going to be at our Spilling Tea Live show in New York City with Margaret Josephs, with Jess Rothschilds, with DJ Richie Sky, with Sarah from Andy's Girls, with Anthony Lario from the Shit Show podcast. We have such a jam-packed lineup, and I'm so excited to have him back on the podcast today to dish and to spill lots more reality TVT. Please welcome back from the Dumpster Dive podcast, Mr. Tom Hamlet. Hi, thanks Hi. for having me. How are you? I'm great. You're a consummate pro- professional. The way you bring it. Every, every time I'm here, I'm always just like baffled that you're like, you're like at the top. We're plugging. We're doing this. This is what's happening. You're like, you're like, this is a business, baby. I, I, you're the Bethany Frankel of, of, of reality podcasts. This is my skinny girl empire. It is the it no is. filter empire. You built empire. it. Yes. You built it. And I love the new can. It's so cute. I, oh I think that is, I, I feel like that line is almost slept on. I feel like people don't like talk about it that much anymore, but your husband's in the pool. It's like, it's, it's hilarious. It is. Well, cause the original Jersey line was, um, I'm ready to flip a table, which obviously the tables flip is iconic, but it was like, I was like, we needed something new and fresh and not Teresa. Cause Teresa carried the last four OG cans that we launched. So I was like, we need some Marge love. I love the Marge. Yes. No, I, I, I love it. And what, a, what an iconic moment. Yes. Um, are you excited to be spilling the tea with us on April 28th in New York City? I'm so excited on April 28th to be there. On April 28th, everyone, get your tickets if it's not already sold out on April, April 28th. On April 28th. In New York City, <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. I, you know, I have to say I'm I'm excited and nervous to meet Marge, too, because what? I have... Because, first of all, I really try not to fly too close to the sun with, with the wife. Same. So, A, that. B... 
I, I, I bounce around with like where I'm at with her and I love this season. She's this season started and I was like, Marge, what are we doing? I don't know. I, I don't know if I can stand behind this. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And then the way they're all ganging up on her, I I'm, I'm back to team her. I like that. I mean, Louie, cause Louie is the way he was speaking to her. I thought was really inappropriate. It's very condescending. Um, I don't feel like Marge has done anything wrong this season, though. Like, I feel like she finally gave Jennifer a little taste of her own medicine. And then in terms of Louis, I think she was kind of setting the stage to give him an opportunity to explain himself since this was already something that was happening all over the Internet. And I always yeah. hate when the wives are kind of like, oh, but my children are going to be affected by this. But it's like the rumors are already out there. The rumors are being talked about by Zach Peter and Tom Hamlet on the Hashtag No Filter with Zach <laughs> Peter podcast every week anyway. So, like, the kids are going right. to find out eventually whether the women are bringing it up on the show or not. So that's why it's the Kardashian thing to just bring it up on the show so we can address it and control the narrative a bit. I totally agree. I think that, and I think what what we're not getting because the producers wouldn't let this happen. I think Marge is literally like, Teresa, I'm tell like, this is, I'm literally letting you have this moment to address it. Like she's literally like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, do this now, or it will look bad later. And Teresa's too dumb, even though she's on the show forever to like understand that Marge is actually trying to help her. Yeah. And Marge it, can't say that. And they can't say no, that. She can't say, like, she can't say, do this now. The cameras are rolling. It'll make you look better. Like, that's what she wants to say. You can tell. And Teresa just, she never, she never fails to amaze me how she loves, she just loves a scammer. She does. <laughs> she, she's got a special place in her heart for scammers. <laughs> she should date Brooks from OC. Yeah, I'll, you think he's a scammer? <laughs> no, wait, no. Who's the one? Who's the one with the fake cancer? Wasn't that Brooks? Yes, I was thinking Brooks Marks. Oh no, not for. I said from OC, not Salt Lake City. I know, I know. I, 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 I haven't thought of him in a minute. So when I heard Brooks, I was like Marks. But yes, you're right. Which, Absolutely, she can, should date him. Can we just say because I'm wearing our, our new tour merch right now? Brooks Marks could never. Okay, Tom Hamlet, with our new hoodies right here, Brooks Marks could never design or pull off such an adorable hoodie with his face no, on it the way Adam and I, I have. I completely agree. I would buy that 10 times over instead of the tracksuit. I mean, the tracksuit's not bad, but it's also very basic. My thing that I couldn't do was the blazer because it was like a cute blazer, but it had like this giant Brooks Marks over the titties that I'm just like, why do we need this? And then we're wearing it without a shirt under and like without a spray tan either. Like we just need to like do something with this because it's not working for me. No, it's weird. The the tag is bizarre. Like it, my initial reaction would be to remove the tag. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it feels think, like a yeah like i think it'd be i actually do think it'd be a cute branding idea like in the stores like all of the jackets the tag like the literal tag for everything was like that i think that'd yeah. be cute yeah but you take it out eventually yes usually right but I, that's not that's not the purpose of it i think he should do like a kim kardashian balenciaga tape moment i think that i loved the kim kardashian balenciaga tape moment where she I was just too. wrapped I in all the tape so yeah i think i'm gonna wear that to our tour date on April 28th at City Winery. <laughs> Please do on April 28th. <laughs> um, 
Okay, let's talk about Real Houses of Beverly Hills because that's coming back. It should be premiering this May. And Andy and Kyle Richards have both teased it. Andy said that this is the mo- the best premiere for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that he's ever seen, the best first episode. And Kyle agrees that it's a very dramatic episode. Kyle said that, you know, there was so much going on with everybody right out the gate. There was automatically a ton of drama since day one. Um, and she's like, it's just crazy to see how much everybody was going through at that time. So we have Dorit's yeah. robbery that happened right at the top of the season. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. So like, I, I imagine that's going to be a big part of the premiere and her getting robbed and there being, you know, the women kind of coming together and rallying around her and it being very emotional. We have Lisa Mm -hmm. Rinna who lost her mother. We have Erica Jane who's still like, you know, coming off of the reunion and all the legal woes that she's dealing with. We have Diana who's the new girl. It's a lot. Is she a friend or is she full? She's full time. She's full-time. Okay. So we have um, eight full-time housewives. I love it. Keep these casts big. We need them big. Eight. There's, there's, you, you never fail on a story. Yes. Like you always find something. Big cast, short seasons. Like I think when the seasons are love like it. 15 episodes, I yes. think it's so much better because then you pack so much into it versus when you have five housewives and a 20 episode season, then you're kind of just stretching everybody out. Right. No, I, I totally agree. I mean, that's why Miami, I thought was so successful. It was, I mean, it, it wasn't like, I don't, I don't, I don't think Miami was like the best season of all time, but I just think it was a, such a nice breath of fresh air. There were so many women, the drama was light and it was in and out in 15 episodes. Exactly. A, a nice quickie. We love a good quickie. Um, we do. As long as it hits. Right. So yeah. were you a fan of Real Housewives of Miami then the reunions? And so just uh, wrapped last week. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were fine. I don't think it was like anything groundbreaking. I I really I lolled when when at the end of the second one, Larsa was like, "What what else is there to talk about?" <laughs> and, and it was like she was like Kanye's dick, and he was like, "Well, actually, yeah, we have to we have to wrap it up on that." I was just laughing because she she was like, "This is exhausting. I've been here way too long. I don't even film scenes on the show for this long." Yeah, she's like, "What is? I'm used to keeping up with the Kardashians. What is this? Why do we have to be here for 13 hours?" Andy? Right, right. <laughs> they wrapped up their reunion in four hours. Um, <laughs> did you love Ariana's cookie moment, or was it cringe? Well. I think, I mean, I can spy a Tate's cookie from a mile away. That's exactly what those were. And I was like, I'm just like the Tate's, that Tate's little plastic. Like, yeah. I wish she had like had like just thrown it. Honestly, just thrown That would have been better to throw the cookie. Yeah. But like bring over that little Tate's container because she can't bring the bag because of copyright probably. Like, I don't know. I just, but then I wanted Tate's immediately after. So she could have even opened it. She could have displayed it. Like if she was looking for a moment, then she could have really executed that a lot better. Yeah, no, I know. I completely agree. But she looked great. I think I, they all. I think they all looked amazing. They all look so the dewy and yeah. beautiful. Yeah. No, they looked good throughout the season. Adriana looked like she was a melting candle and she and her hair was just like gone with the wind that I was like, this is not how we earn our mojito back, Adriana. Like they want glam now. Like it's not just about being entertaining. You can't just brandy glanville. You have to also bring the Dorit. Yeah, you got Yes, I completely agree. Are you excited for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills to come back? Yeah, so I I am. Beverly Hills is like never my, it, it hasn't been my number one in a while. Obviously last season was like, amazing so of course of course i'm excited to see where we 
where we go. I just feel I was so diehard them for so long. And I felt like I was done so dirty from season like six to nine or something like that or six to ten so i try to go into most of these shows with like lower expectations with because then i end up being pleasantly surprised and <laughs> i may, i keep making jokes about this but like do we think the kathy assistant thing really happens in aspen that whole like <laughs> i can tell you it, i can tell you it absolutely did happen and it wasn't sutton's assistant it was a dj that she got in a fight with at one of the country clubs in aspen because oh. apparently she goes there often and like here's the thing i think in aspen it's very different from like in la when you're in la or wherever you know there's a 10 well i mean it it depends. But for whatever reason, the people in the country club that night like just couldn't be bothered by the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills being there. They weren't filming. They'd already wrapped for the night. So they were kind yeah. of just like, whatever. They didn't need to tend to them. And I think almost intentionally, they were just kind of like rolling their eyes at them like, oh, here we go. These Beverly Hills bitches are going to come and, you know, try to have a moment like housewives. So I think people were just intentionally not really giving a shit about them. They were there to enjoy their night. And Kathy apparently frequents that spot. And so she was upset that she wasn't getting the preferential treatment that she was used to. So she started to like, you know, have a moment. And she apparently went to the DJ and was like, hey, I want to request a song. And he's like, hey, it's not 1996. We don't do that anymore. You can just put some air airpods in and go listen to spotify in the restroom and so they <laughs> shared words and then she allegedly called him the f word and some of the other housewives or one of the other housewives heard it and then it ended up getting brought up and then she was avoiding filming with them and then it was like a whole thing if if she used that word like in that in, in that moment which is such a bizarre like you don't hear people just like in an angry way often like just use that like yeah, colloquially yeah. so like if she's using it in that instance she's using it yeah <laughs> all, the, all the time like it's it's happening well i think yes it is ha like i think she was like cameras are down i can be we're not mic'd because they weren't my like the cameras they'd wrap for the day so even like the producers were there just to chill and have drinks with the cast just to have a night off and I think she was like, oh, I'm not mic'd. We're not doing cameras. Like, now I can be the real Kathy Hilton. I don't have to be the simple life, simple life Paris Hilton Kathy Hilton. I can just be the real Kathy Hilton. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And she I wasn't mean, expecting the women to turn on her because of the adoration that she got last season that I think she thought. Because think about it. Because she also missed two-thirds of, of the season because she didn't right. want to film because she wanted more money. And then they finally decided to give her some coin that she really didn't need. It was more of an ego thing so I think that in and of itself says a lot too like you're not going to tell me like she was so busy filming Paris in love that she couldn't do no. a cameo on Beverly Hills like that narrative we need to stop and Kyle when Kyle was on her press tour <laughs> for Halloween when she was like saying people kept asking her about it and she kept saying like she's busy film it, it was so her like though Kyle couldn't even act her way out of that one no Lindsay could never um, no <laughs> So, yeah, it was Kathy was a vibe. And so apparently that's how the season ends is that it's kind of like that whole moment with Kathy. But well, my I, thing is, it's like you I'm wanted excited. your paycheck. Now you better come back and earn your paycheck. You better I'm sit in that hot seat. I wonder she wouldn't go to the reunion. She won't go that. to the reunion. I, I, she will, I will tell you right now, I bet money on it. She will not go to the reunion. Yeah. She's done. She's not coming back next season. Uh, but, you know. Uh, my sister and I said on our <laughs> podcast, like, 
why why are we so surprised that we can't be surprised that some of these women are monsters like kathy hilton like she is from one of the richest families in america okay she hasn't why why people were so shocked when she was photographed with trump is beyond me like it's like this is who she is so we're always like they're monsters of course like (laughs) that's how they get in these like on reality tv not because they're good you know upstanding citizens like we can't all watch good people on reality tv all the time like it's housewives they flip tables and they break glasses and they throw wine and like you know we don't love brandy glanville because you know she's gonna win a nobel peace prize (laughs) certainly not (laughs) We love her because she slashes Eddie Cibrian's tires after he left her for Leanne Rimes and then got her vagina rejuvenated. Yeah, and then bizarrely slaps Lisa Vanderpump on a boat. Exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not. I just loved, though, how in addition to like her, Kathy Hilton trying to control the narrative with like with, with the press of her not filming because she was busy with Paris's wedding. But then when the rumors started coming out about her dropping the the homophobic slur, then she was like trying to also do damage control. And like some PR person or manager was like speaking to Radar Online constantly, which Radar Online is like the unofficial friend of of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But like they kept like giving statements to Radar Online about like explaining all of this behavior that was leaking. And then Lisa Rinna would just be like on Instagram. She'd be like, nope. She said that she missed the the reunion because she was with her, or she missed the finale because she was with her grieving friend in Palm Beach. Nope, she was over here with Trump in Palm Beach at the Super Bowl party. <laughs> here are the photos. Like, Lisa Rinna was, like, not playing. God, you gotta love, I mean, in even even when she's a villain, you gotta love Lisa Rinna. You got to, at the end of the day. Where would we be without her in this she world? She brings it. People hate Rinna, but, like, she pushes the show forward. Absolutely. You gotta have Catalyst. Exactly. So you're ready for Beverly Hills. You're excited for it. You're ready. Yes. You're ready to see Erica Jane's ex- hair extension launch. <laughs> God. You know, I, I don't, I can't, I don't know that I have the capacity to go through all of her again, though, because like, <laughs> especially with, <laughs> and I know you two have a fraught relationship, but <laughs> especially just, I like, it's so clear that she is never going to like, apologize or just send condolences to all these people that her husband screwed yeah. over and I can't sit through and watch her not do it again. Yeah. You know, cause she's not going to. At this point, I think she's really like just <laughs> committing to this brand um, of Erica Jane. And you know, she's like, Nope, it's expensive to be me. And how many fucks do I give about you? None, zero, zero, none, not one. And she's committed to it. I miss the music. I'll say. The music hits, and I don't know the why she abandoned abandoned that. See, I think if she came back with music, she would have done way better than this hair extension line. <laughs> I completely agree. But like, what would the song? <laughs> like, it's hard to like ha- release a song when people are like after you. <laughs> I know, right? Well, because that was the other thing. Or so many people on Twitter would be like, "She should just do a benefit concert for all the victims." I'm like, "What? She's gonna go on stage and be like, it's expensive to be me. How many fucks do I give?' And that's how she's gonna raise money? Like, come okay. on." Sure, it's not a good look. Maybe maybe she should have released music now that I think about it. I mean, maybe if she released like a good ballad, you know, about a bro- like an Adele album, could we could get that from her, like a broken heart, you know, rolling in the deep cut. She can't sing. She doesn't have it. Most of them can't sing. It's all about the auto-tune. If you can perfect the auto-tune, then you can just Countess Luann your way through life. 
Or if she covered So Close by Danielle Staub. I would love that. <laughs> That's a ballad. Are you loving Salt Lake City? So we just wrapped the season for Salt Lake. Are yeah. you a fan? So my only thing with Salt Lake that's frustrating to me is there, there's not organic relationships. Like they're fighting so much about the show itself. Mm. And I wish that they're like, like it's so clear that they wish they could say like the show, like they could bring it up. And I almost wish they would, because I think there's, there's no world that these seven women would have seven, six women would have been, on these trips together. And that's always the case, I guess. But like with this, for some reason, it's just seeing how much they just truly despise each other. is like, why, why would you like film another season and try and be friends with them? Like, like what Lisa did to Meredith is for me, like you don't really come back from that. And like Lisa hates Whitney and Heather with like all of her soul. And is like trying so hard to like be friends with them. And then always ends up going back to how she really feels. I don't know. They need, what they need to do is either pick, they either need to pick Lisa or they need to pick he- Whitney and Heather to like bring in friends, like authentic yeah. friends. Because the reason New York worked for so long, the reason Beverly Hills is working, the reason Potomac works is there's authentic relationships between these people and they're willing to fight for friendships because not for the show, because they like legitimately care about each other. Yeah, and I think Lisa Barlow, love her, but I don't think she has the <clears throat> level of vulnerability that's needed for the show. And then, mm-hmm. but I don't think that Heather and Whitney, I mean, first of all, they're a package deal. Like, they don't bring what the show needs in terms of, like, you know, beyond a couple of fun, cheeky moments, even a couple right. of cringy moments, like they don't really bring. So it's like it's hard because you would have to, like you said, you would have to pick between Lisa or Heather and Whitney. But like you can't because you kind of need them both to fit the formula of the show because right. neither of them can fully hold a spot. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, I, I would think I would say like what I mean by that, too, is like not get rid of the of the enemy, but like or maybe we need two two friends of Lisa's, two friends of Heather Whitney's. Like we just need more more They tried that with Angie. Yeah, that's true. But Angie didn't I, work. I liked Angie. I don't know why I don't know why we didn't I, that was so confusing to me. I I I know I have heard that Angie and Jenny both or <laughs> Angie and she who should not be named both tested. Yeah, Bravo and, really like, picked the right one going going right. with Jenny full time and, and cutting Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. I'm assuming they chose Jenny because of the sister wife thing, which felt completely put on for the show because it never came up again. I think they chose Jenny because they're like, oh, we're not going to put another white girl on another predominantly white cast. And like, this is probably the better move to go with and the sister wives thing. But I think they were like, this is probably the better move to go with. And then that really came back to bite them in the ass because she's over here on the reunion. Like anybody can be racist. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> or they got me so much. She's like, I wish that minorities could support minorities. I'm like, okay, that didn't age well. That, no, like, that wasn't even filmed. It's so hilarious. It wasn't even filmed that long ago, and it didn't age. Well. No, not at all. So there, there are rumors that um, Justin Whitney's husband, Justin Rose, has lost his his job as chief sales officer of Life Vantage, and people are assuming that it's likely related to his appearance and his wife's appearance on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Some people are trying to link it to like their very uncomfortable sex scenes. What do you think? Well, I'm okay never seeing them have sex on camera again. That was too far. Mm. 
Also, I it's just hard for me to believe that they actually do that. Like a painting sex no. time, like who does that? No. And I, I'm not that's not me judging. Like I'm talking about just from a realistic perspective of being in a relationship with someone for a long time. Like what? it's just felt so put on for the show and I've seen too much of his body that I did not need to see on camera. Right. <laughs> and that is weird. Like if you are the a chief sales officer and then on Bravo, you're literally naked, like having sex with your wife. I mean, it's weird. And also like, like your wife is making cakes of her boobs and giving them to other men on the show. And then like your wife is dancing on like a stripper pole and like, yeah. like it's just, it's a lot. Well, that stuff doesn't, I don't think that is so incriminating because, not incriminating, but like like any grounds for like termination maybe. But I think him actually being a part of like a scene where he's like literally naked. It's like this show is getting traction. Like a lot of people know what's happening with Jen Shaw in the world that don't watch Housewives. Like, like it's a show. Like what happens when you go into a meeting and the person's like, mm-hmm. I've seen your nipples. I've yeah. seen like literally all of you with covered in red and black paint. <laughs> so he released a very, you know, very heartfelt statement saying they say as one door closes, another one opens, but does the first door really need to close completely? Don't get me wrong. I'm super excited to see what's behind the next door. And just from the first glimpse, it does continue to get better. Wow, what is this, a a pride campaign? And I do believe as one door closes, it's absolutely the time to place, it's absolutely the time and place to slam it shut on the haters, toxic, and undeserving people in your life. But that's what the block button is for, right? And if you're reading this, I don't consider you one of those people. Okay, so just just so you know, Tom, he doesn't consider you one of those. Or not. I'm you're, not one of those. You're people. not toxic. Only Kathy Hilton, because she's not reading this. <laughs> so back to the door that is closing. I guess I don't believe we live in a world anymore when that door needs to be completely closed. In today's world, we're all like, does he want to fuck close the door or not? Like, I don't understand where. Like, is there a window that we can shove him through? What is he trying to say here? In today's world, we are all very connected and you choose me or I choose you to this platform together, which means I believe that you're one of the good ones, which means I will always be cheering for you and your success, no matter where it may come from. So be passionate about what you do and stay true to yourself. And I will continue to be your biggest fan. Hashtag be strong by Bethany. Thank you for the time you've given me to be a part of your journey to this point. And here's to those who choose to continue our journey together moving forward. I write this with tears in my eyes as I will truly miss so much about the past seven years. They have been some of the best years of my life, but have no doubt I will always support, uplift, and edify and in the end, choose my family first. Heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji. That was that was full of riddles. I can't I can't figure out what that means. <laughs> I don't know what he was trying to say. Like, does one door have to close completely? But you're toxic. Like, what are you trying? Like, I I got lost in that. Yeah, after the fifth, the sixth use of the word door, I think my brain turned off. <laughs> yeah, I think he just thinks about backdooring Whitney. <laughs> well, there you go. Season three. <laughs> Get ready. That's, that's gonna be their storyline. <laughs> That was a bit much. That was, first of all, a mouthful. And 
too, like, I still don't understand. And then everybody in the comment section was like, don't you just mean you were fired? Well, also, like, <laughs> he's a house husband of a second season show. Like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, no one's, like, coming to your Instagram to, like, figure out, like, like I don't wait, think wait. that. This it- wasn't even Instagram, Tom. This was oh. Facebook. No. Yes. So even more. Who cares? I mi- wow. I missed that really integral part of this. <laughs> this was his Facebook message to the world on March 9th at twelve oh nine p.m. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It was. A well, it sounds like he's on the verge of a nervous breakdown. <laughs> yeah. And we better hope season three really works out. Um, now that we lost Jenny and Mary and Jen Shaw might be going to prison soon. I don't know if bad weather can carry this show anymore. No, we need, we need like, I, I, I want like three or four new ladies. We need like three or four new ladies. And we like really need to dive into like Mormonism and polygamy and a real sister wife situation. Like give me two oh, wives. Man. Give me two wives that share a husband. And then like give me a, a Melissa Gorga Teresa fight like that. That's amazing. Not sister-in-laws, but sister wives. Give me that you watch, Do you watch sister wives? No. I don't either. I thought about, because I heard this past season was like explosive because one of the wives left. Because there's four of them. That's too many wives. Too many wives. <laughs> too many wives. Because it's like, like, how would you realistically do that? Like, I would first of all need to be the top wife, but only when I'm in the mood. You know what I mean? Like, I need to be the number one, and then everybody else will have to follow suit. But then eventually, when you're the number one, you're the first to expire. So you're the first one on the chopping block. You know, when he decides he wants something younger, then, you know, he's number one is going to go out the window. Like, what's his name? Uh, oh, what what the the husband's name is? Yeah, there. I was thinking of a husband, and I completely drew a blank. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I, well, I'm a jealous monster, so I can never do it. <laughs> never? I mean, I would never want to share someone. Like, if I'm not enough, then you can go find less. Is that the TikTok? What is, what is yes. it? No, that, if, that, if that, that is too good. much. And if I'm too much, then go find less. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I would be, I, I would freak out on the nights. that. Um, so if your boyfriend husband- came home and he was like, Tom Hamlet, I want to add another Hamlet, not another Hamlet like in your family, but like I want to add another. Please you know, not that. <laughs> could you uh, I want to add another, you know, another love bunch to our bundle. You would mm-hmm. say no. Well, I mean, in the gay community, it's a bit different. I know because people like are open. Time, my, yeah. my, my boyfriend and I are not open, but we, we, we've, we haven't really had the conversation about like threesomes for now we're good just the two of us so i would be shocked that if he wanted that and i do i'm understanding so like i'd be willing to have a conversation and understand what what he needs more of and like i would be like what well could i can i facilitate any of those things or no yeah and so then i would say we would need a therapist see (laughs) i feel like it would be convenient because like if I have to travel for work or something, then I can just make sure like Marjorie can give you a mediocre blowjob while I'm out, you know, or if like I'm not up, like if my jaw hurts and like I don't have the, you know, desire to wake up with TMJ tomorrow, then like I'll have Marjorie take care of you and like we're good. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it might actually yeah. be fun because I could have my cake and eat it too, but sure. like I don't want to be fully I just want to be your number one and you can't leave me because we don't have a prenup, but the other bitches you have to sign a prenup with. So 
would you, so you would rather be in that sort of situation where there's wives and then a person, or would you rather be in a, a situation where everyone was in a relationship? What does that mean? Like you would not only hook up with one, you would hook up with, Oh, with everybody. Well, um, yeah. that sounds really complicated. That sounds yeah, like I would have to, my schedule is already too all over the place that then to like schedule dates with like four different people. I don't know if I could do that. That's a lot of work. Date night would be the three together. Like, and then like, but say someone was gone, you would still have someone to have sex with. Listen, I, I always have someone to have sex with Tom. Like that's okay, not an sorry. issue. <laughs> I live in downtown LA. I can walk on the corner and there's a lovely homeless man that'll bang me for free. Um, if you're listening to this, Zach just had like a single tear like <laughs> down his face. Like Erica Jane at the reunion. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no. I couldn't do Sister Wives though. I mean like but, in fantasy land, sure, but no. Right. But Sister Wives, you're right, should be on the show. Someone who's experimented with polygamy it would be genius. Yeah, I think that would actually be fun. And not like the forced Jenny and Dewey Let's talk about this. I'm not going to talk about this, but like, actually, I mean, I feel like the hard part is the people that would do sister wives are not the glam housewives vibe that Bravo's trying to go for. Right. We're, we're floor length skirts, uh, socks with yeah. Birkenstocks. Yes. <laughs> yes. That look. We don't own a tweezer for our eyebrows. Like, yes. No mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, let's talk about Vanderpump Rules because there's some rumors about Tom and Katie and the rumors are that Tom and Katie have split. Have you heard these rumors? Do you believe these rumors? What are your thoughts? Have heard the rumors. I would say it's about time because <laughs> I think I I actually do like both of them a lot, but I think that she deserves better. Oh, <laughs> I just don't know. A Tom, like, I just, there's... There's some things he said to her that I could never come like mm. that he if we were dating and he said them that I can we can never come back from it. So it's a miracle to me like how they stay where they are, but like I don't know. I I just I think Katie is one of the purest nice. I I really think she's a good person and like a. I don't think Tom isn't. I just like I just don't know that they're a match anymore in life. Mm, you think that they've evolved and grown into different places. Yeah, I could see them just being like, it just isn't, it's not right anymore. Like, it's not our forever. Like, they got married on the show. Like, it felt like they were doing all of, I'm sure the show, like, helped their keep their relationship in many ways. Because their storylines are always about, on the show was about them. And, like, it made them talk more and all this stuff. But I think as as they both become more financially comfortable and independent i i wonder if they're like maybe we don't do this anymore yeah like maybe and especially as the show's kind of reaching its shelf life yeah yeah <laughs> they may be considering that i don't know i don't believe that they're i mean i think couples go through a rut and i think couples have pat like dry patches and i think that that's probably where they're at right now if there is any truth to these rumors but i mean i don't want them to break up i feel like we've just invested in their relationship for so long that i'm rooting for that and i love tom schwartz i've never really gotten yeah i love tom schwartz i think he's so cute no, i, so I want to say i really love him too i just don't know that for me they've never matched in my brain and mm -hmm. so i just could see them kind of just growing apart fair or yeah once again relationships ebb and flow so they, there also could be a bit of a separation where Maybe they, need they to take just some need space. a sister wife Maybe they need the sister wife. 
Um, okay, so there are rumors. These are rumors, blind item, which I never like to pay attention to. But um, there are rumors that Bravo is considering asking Stassi, Kristen, and Jax to come back, if not in a full-time capacity, at least to make some sort of cameos um, to help boost ratings. Because obviously, if they make a comeback, people will be interested and they'll be like, I want to see how this happens, what happens, what's the conversation, all of that sort of stuff. Um, obviously, we know Jax has now had a baby. Stassi has now had a baby. Kristen has a man named Alex. Um what do you think? And they're also thinking of cutting back some of Lisa's scenes since now none of the cast members are at Sir. That maybe they would bring Lisa in for a couple of cameos, but for the most part, she wouldn't have the primary role that she has. I would imagine just as like a vanity title, they would give her the opening credits that they always give her. But I think they're definitely going to dial back on her. Love that because I can't stand her. <laughs> I just, she's so put on for the show now. Like it's so, she lays it on thick, too thick for me. I need, I need, I need it to be a bit more organic. Like it just doesn't feel like she would be involved in the drama anymore because they don't work there. So it's like, oh, you just really are involved in drama of people that are 30 years younger than you. It doesn't, it just doesn't make sense anymore. But with them coming back, I'm here for it. I mean, here's the thing. The elephant in the room is them. Like in a a lot of these scenes, because like, I think there's still a lot of drama there that we're not talking about because we can't really talk about it. And like Sandoval and Jax, like literally despise each other, but it's not, it doesn't play out on the show because like, he's not there. And, you know, I think Stassi say what you will about her, but is like one of the most watchable reality stars we have. And Kristen is a genius because no matter how famous she gets, she's not afraid to look absolutely ridiculous on camera. So I'm here for it all. I think if anything, I'm cool without having like Jax have a primary role. Like if anything, give I I don't like him. Yeah. I just, I feel like we've also like retired that shtick. Like it worked at the beginning, but now it's like, do I really want to see a 50 year old man going through the same things he was going through when he was 20 years old? Like I would love to see, I don't mind having Brittany come in and having Jax maybe kind of part of the drama a little bit, but like, I'm not, interested in him anymore um Kristen I feel like has heard her vibe like maybe we can bring her in because like you said she's always she's very willing to just throw herself on the table and make it and give us a moment Stassi I think is the one that is the most interest or has the most compelling story to tell considering where she came from and now where she's at in her life. And now she's a mom and now she's married and she, you know, has her new book off with my head. Like she's kind of having that like redemption moment or like trying to come back into, you know, society in, in, in a way. And I think there are so many people that still really like and support her that I think Mm -hmm. if we gave her a platform to, use it a little more responsibly. I think she could actually do something good with it. Um, and I I just think she has the most compelling story. Like she went from this really bratty, you know, young 20 something working in, as a waitress in West Hollywood to now she's, you know, a grown woman. She's a mom. She has a book. She has a podcast. Like she's grown up the most and she's fallen the furthest because she's made the most mistakes that I want to see how she kind of takes those steps to come back. I think yeah, that's a story I, I'm invested in. I totally agree. And, you know, 
The whole cancellation of them is an interesting topic because like they got canceled for something they did a really long time ago. And that Bravo that, knew about and that they like, and should have handled at like, the time. Yes. Bravo is the Bravo. Like they did something bad. Absolutely. But Bravo, I think, could have taken a touch more responsibility for that way that they just absolutely did not handle this. They like, didn't handle it before. They didn't address yeah. it with the cast before. And not only that, but you also have to realize Bravo encouraged their bad behavior. Maybe not off the show, but Bravo wanted them to be bad because it made good television. And Bravo, you know, didn't take any accountability or responsibility for that either. Like, they just were like, they're cut, they're done, you know. And then it wasn't even addressed on the show this season. That I think that was another kind of miss. Like, where are Stassi, Jackson, Kristen... Normally, when a housewife gets fired, you don't need to address it next season. Like, you can give it a, a line or two, but, like, you don't need to address it. But when it's such a big cultural event and Variety and the Hollywood Reporter are writing about Stassi Schroeder getting fired from Vanderpump Rules, then it's like, how do you not even talk about them? Yeah. Also, these people are, like, lifelong friends. It's, like, that we've been invested yes, in. Yes. That's what that's – what, they're not – I think Bravo, in the past, like, in the past couple seasons, has been treating it a bit like a – Housewives franchise, or yeah. especially this season, really. Like, it's not like that. Like, these people are legitimately friends. You don't need to stage and things. And still like, hang out together. They were hanging yeah, out why, all weekend. Right, why, why, where are the cameras? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you excited to see Lala? Single Lala? Dating? I, you know, yeah. There's a lot there with her. Because she just, it's crazy. She, I mean, she just wrote that whole ass book that literally doesn't, is did not age well at all because it, like, how do you buy that book and read it without like just feeling either bad for her or laugh, laughing at her if you are yeah. a Lala hater or like not because the book really finishing the book because like she's literally the whole book. I'm sure Rand is in that book so much like talking about how what? amazing he is, what a great father, all that stuff. It, the book opens with like her prior dating life and like, oh, I had my hoe phase and I was having fun. I was doing my thing. And then I was learning how to become Lala. And then I became Lala and now I'm Lala. And then I found Rand and now we're Lala and Rand together forever. And it's like, and I found my happy ending. I actually, I mean, right here. she, oh, it's right there. Literally right here. Oh my God. Did you read the whole thing? Be honest. I did twice. <laughs> You did. Did you like it? Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I oh, only great. I read it twice because once was for fun, and then the second time was for our Bravo book club that we do on on the show. But the, it literally oh, ends with how much she loves Randall and how much she's so excited. Likes, you know. But that what's interesting is now she's coming out and saying all this stuff about how he was not there for the for like. Her pregnancy, like just like a lot of stuff about how aware she was of like kind of what was going on. Mm -hmm. So like she said, it, how it, I got I, here doesn't matter anymore. What matters is that I'm here and I'm happy. That's that really makes me sad. I know. And I, I love, I really do love Lala. I want the best of her. I don't. I think that she. I mean, this is gonna. I get love dark Lala. I love her. I think this is gonna get dark for a second, but I mean, it's clear that she like needed to fill a void in her life. And that's why Rand was perfect, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. because of what happened with her family and 
a lot of people do that in life. Like we all fill voids with relationships. It, it's not always the best idea, like in the long run. And I'm sure she will look back on that and maybe be a bit, you know, I think she's a lot to reflect on, which I hope she doesn't. I hope she does truthfully on camera because it could make some really riveting television. I agree. And I'm excited. And if they do decide to bring back Stas, do you think Stasi, Kristen and Jax would even want to come back? Considering Kristen would crawl back at the drop of a hat. I'm positive of that with like a tumbler of Pinot Grigio and Stasi. I think will ask for a big fat check to come back um, and have some sort of like things in her rider. And Jax, I think, I don't think Jax would agree to be a friend of though. Well, yeah. Cause it's funny though. Cause in his last season in the, finale is when he's telling Lisa how this is his show and she's like no this is my show and then he was his last scene ever um yeah yeah, I don't I think the ego's too big well there's also rumors that he and Brittany are talking to Peacock about reviving Jackson Brittany take Kentucky no (laughs) (laughs) we don't need it (laughs) like what what do we I don't what I don't need is a show in Kentucky. <laughs> no yeah, we, shades did it of the, Kentucky. we did it the first time and it just wasn't the vibe. And no. And they, go ahead. No, I was going to say there is another rumor about a Tom Tom spinoff coming with Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz and them managing a bar together without Lisa Vanderpump. I mean, that's kind of what we're watching, honestly, now. But like, I, yeah. I would I would watch that. See, and I think it needs to be. It's, and I've said this since Stassi, Kristen, and Jax all got fired. That there need, like, if the only way to really keep the show going is to completely reboot Vanderpump Rules with a whole new cast. If you want to keep Lisa Vanderpump involved, fine. You want to start it, sir? Fine. You know, start back there, but like, get get that show back to its roots and keep it as Vanderpump Rules, not about the cast members, but about Lisa Vanderpump running her restaurant with these people. Yeah. Um, that will probably only have a shelf life of like three seasons, but I think you can, you know, reboot that concept. Um, and then there needed to be a Tom Tom spinoff where the other cast members could make cameos, but the show is then focused on the Toms building their own restaurant, Schwartz and Sandy's. Like I always yeah. thought that was the direction that they should go in. And I feel like Bravo just needs to listen to me because I know what I'm talking about. No, you do. You're absolutely right. I mean, I, I, that two seasons ago was a mess because there's way too many people. Yeah. It was just so many people. You couldn't figure out. It was like game of Thrones has less characters than season eight of Vanderpump Rules, whatever season it was. And, um, but I will say, and obviously some of those guys are awful. They've done trash things. So put that over here for a second. All, all I'm saying though, is like that there was an organic, like Vanderpump Rules like show. If you had just had those new people, like yeah. what was their name? Danica. Is that her name? Danica, Dana, Dana Max Char- and Brett. And, Char- and then Charlie too. Oh yeah. And, but I don't yeah. care for her or Raquel. Right. But, but like they could have, they could have in that moment, just switched the show done exactly what you're saying. Cause they yeah. actually did have organic stories there because Dana had like hooked up with some of the guys and then like Danica was like <laughs> bragging about her DUI. And like, there was just like, there was content there. Yeah. And like, then on the other show we can have, you know, Sheena and Tom's and Ariana good and Katie and all that. Gold. Yeah. Because we're good as gold. Love Sheena. I, I'm so, I'm so upset that uh, her, her and Brock aren't going to be on the show that I'm on because I, I mean, love her. 
love Sheena. So excited to have her and Brock and Sandoval and Schwartz at our LA show on April 7th. So excited, Tom. I'm sad that you're not going to be there. But we may be having another housewife join us in New York. Oh, is that new? Is that like new news here in this moment? On, yes, on, I have. We, well, I, Adam <laughs> and I have out. teased another guest. I think I may have given. You know what's so annoying, though, is sometimes I'll like give little nuggets and tidbits and think like, oh, whoever's listening to this, they're getting an exclusive. And then you know what they do, Tom? They go and they what? DM Adam and they're like, can you believe what Zach said about the tour on his podcast this week? It's and like I'm mom like, and dad. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> why would you rat me out? Snitches get stitches. Um, but also sometimes I tease things that are intentionally teased because it's all part of our very detailed promotional schedule that we have going on. So a lot of the times Adam knows when I'm teasing certain things. Yeah. But yeah, I just love getting like, ratted out. Yeah, I love when they rat me out and they think that like, like, what are you get like? What is gonna happen? We're gonna fight, and then you have no tour. Oh, I think I. I mean, you guys would be smart to stage a fake fight. Honestly, like, no, everyone would love that <laughs> on stage. <laughs> just like, yeah. or no, yeah. like. 48 hours before the second show in Nashville on April 13th. We're just like, we have a fight and then everyone's like, are they going to show up? Who's going to show up? Who's not going to show up? You're right. It'll, it'll build it's buzz. Genius. I mean, no people want to would tune in to see a demise of a relationship. That's why we watch all these shows. <laughs> We're going to have a full caller daddy moment. <laughs> yes that could, well there you go i mean i mean look at what that did for them honestly great they, they really blew up after that i yeah. want that alex cooper spotify deal give it to me oh my god can you fucking imagine that's so much money so much money like what do you even do with that much money at that age with a podcast like she said <laughs> <laughs> like she's set with just the podcast and she has so much of a future ahead of her that like she doesn't have to work or she can work like she can become a lawyer at this point well right and she's at the point where she doesn't have to do the work like with the podcast like she has other people to do things yeah. so in that world like being a podcaster is is a lot of work because there are so, so many things work. behind the scenes that you, a listener listening right now, don't realize you have to do, if you're starting a podcast, reason number 10,000 that you should go uh, rate, review, subscribe to all the content creators you love because it yes. is the freest way yeah. to support people. But at her point, like she also does sit down and record. <laughs> like, yeah. She even has people that pre-vet the questions for her, that yeah. do all the research for her. Like at this point, she literally is just a face. Right. I want a that. Girl, a girl can dream. <laughs> How excited were you when Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian went Insta official? <laughs> I I struggle to care about the the Kardashians. So I, you're you're I not going to watch the Kardashians on Hulu April fourteenth? No, you know what I am. I actually am. I haven't watched. I didn't watch Keeping Up for. I haven't watched Keeping Up for a long time. I watched the reunion that Annie did, and that was the first time I had watched uh, anything Kardashians. And like, I would say like this isn't a flex, but like literally like eight years. Like I, I, I stopped watching the show kind of like post Chris Humphreys, like that era, like the, like I saw like her losing her ring and, yeah. <laughs> and Bora Bora, like that, that era of the show. Um, but I do want to watch the new one because I'm just curious to see like if they decide to be a bit more candid and because I have an issue sometimes with ease, sick approach to reality. It's so situational. I'm, 
I want to see if they play out kind of more real stuff. Yeah. I mean, well, they did talk about it. She said that Pete Davidson's not in the show, but she does give the full story of how they met and how they connected, how they started dating. Like that's all talked about on the show. Courtney and Travis, or yeah, Courtney and Travis are, their relationship is on the show. Tristan's on the show. And apparently all of the stuff when the baby mama came out and the paternity test happened, that all plays out on the show. Um, Kanye West is on, I think the first episode of the show before everything really started. Cause remember after she filed for divorce, like they still tried to have a really a working co-parenting relationship and now that's really gone to shit so apparently that's all covered on the show and so kanye and tristan are both at the top of the show i i like sometimes get frustrated about how we're like glorifying what Kanye's doing to her because i think it's really dark i just want to make sure we're protecting her mental health really dark and i don't think we're protecting her the hard part for me is it's like watching all these people that are like yeah i love kanye oh kanye can do no wrong and i'm like He's not well right now. And it's not just like, it's about both of their safety. Like he is not well and needs somebody to like help him get back on track. And it's a scary situation for her and her kids. And I'm sure Pete's even like, oh, like is the fame is, you know, the Instagram followers really worth this hot mess. Cause I think he has well, too many yes people around him, Kanye and too many people that are like pumping him up and like, you know, I, I highly encourage everyone to make sure you have friends in your life that, will tell you exactly what you don't want to hear. Yeah. What you need to hear. Because like, I know some people in my life that are, that surround themselves with around yes people, like in, especially in times when they are doing things that they shouldn't be. And it's like, no, there's a reason you're not calling on me because I would tell you (laughs) that you need to stop that. Yeah. But it's important. But when people look out for you, that's, that's, that's a sign of a genuine friendship. That's not a sign of someone who's out to get you. And so he just, well, I mean, and then Jason Lee, I can't believe he hired him. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> like, it's like we're throwing names and like, a, what's the, like, like the bingo ball. Well, how like, many turner? attorneys has he had? He's had like four divorce attorneys now. I can't. And what is the, the head of Hollywood Unleashed going to do for his career? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I can't with him yeah. sometimes. I can't, like, uh, but I will say, I think it's weird that that all the girls are now dating these like skinny white guys. Like it's bizarre how they just like all fall for the same type, which there's something more there, but you know what? More power to Pete and Cam. I hope, I hope the sex is good. Listen, Cheers. he's, they're doing so much good work for skinny tatted white guys. Like now that's all I need to bang. I know. Yeah. Like. I mean, I Travis was always the hottest one in Blink One Eighty Two. Let's 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 be real. I I think. I mean, I've had such a Blink One Eighty Two moment. Like that's literally all I listen to now. Oh really? I yeah. mean, Blink One Eighty Two is a great band, and I feel like they get like slept on in a way because like it was such like a teen band. Like so many like kids were into them. And now, of course, we're adults and we're trying to push this on everyone. But go go listen to those albums. They're iconic. They set they kind of set the genre. They're so good. Yes, I agree. All right, Tom Hamlet, thank you for chatting with me today. Oh my god, this is great. Hashtag no fields with Zach Peter. Where can people listen to the Dumpster Dive podcast and follow you? Yes, uh, you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet. You can follow the podcast at Dumpster Dive Pod. That's on Instagram. Uh, and yeah, we you we are everywhere podcasts are heard. Um, you can hear our apps. Uh, it's me and my sister. We dive into 
bravos uh and also kind of like reality nostalgia learning about where people's journeys with reality started and just kind of deep dive on all that i love it um are you is your sister coming to the show ix is coming yes she uh yeah she's gonna be there is the boyfriend coming to the show no because i was like well he might be i was like <laughs> here's the thing my boyfriend does not watch reality television and so i was like here i was like you can come but i'm like if you don't come i'm not mad at you because i know you would sit there and be like i yeah. have literally no clue what they're talking about so he's just living life at home but he, he's supporting me from home that's good <laughs> as long as he's supporting you and then you know not, oh, yes, of course not bringing is. a sister wife into the situation then it's all good. no sister wives to be had <laughs> i love it well everybody needs to go and listen to the dumpster dive podcast if you love reality tv and you love a good deep dive into it then you're gonna love Tom and his sister kicks because they are quite a riot together and they're a lot of fun to listen to. So go listen, support, subscribe, five star reviews on Apple podcasts and leave me a five star review because I love that validation. And it like does such good stuff for us podcasters on like the rankings and the top charts and all of that stuff. So please continue to support us five stars only. And don't forget to get your tickets to see me and Tom Hamlet and Adam and all these other people, but who knows who they are at, City Winery on April 28th. Go to SpillingTeaLive.com to get your tickets and get your wine at NoFilterWine.com. Give me a follow at JustPlainZach. Follow the show at NoFilterWithZach for the latest tea. And yeah, that's all I got to promote. Even though, well, and don't forget to get your merch because this is the last week to get your tour merch. Our special collab with Represent. So thank you guys. Love you. Mean it. Talk to you Wednesday. Bye. <laughs>